0: You are now listening to an Average Joe Media production. Well, no baby, baby Daddy Chronicles.
1: As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody My life is my kid, so I tell about it And I swear it's all about that Baby daddy, I ain't a baby daddy
0: Welcome to another episode of Baby Daddy Chronicles It is Teroy Jackson, your future favorite Baby Daddy here And today, first time guest I believe first time listener Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie, I don't know this woman This is, this is (laughs) This is a friend of a friend So this is, uh Hey out to everybody <laughs> <laughs> Yes I'm back mm,
2: Back on this thing I'm trying to keep it clean Cause we got small ears mm-hmm. In the building But you know Normally I don't give a mm-hmm. Anyway uh, The person that we're having today She's special mm-hmm. uh, She talked We gonna find out She talked so much That she get paid for it One day mm. Okay uh, I met this young lady On a dating site mm. And we got cool, and we started talking. And she told me her journey, and where she from. She from a country ass place. This country is hell, and just her determination and what she's trying to do with herself, and the pronouns. Cause she be all mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. She deal with them. She mm-hmm. deal with them people, them, mm-hmm. them folks in, in the pronoun area. Cause you know how we do with mm-hmm. pronouns. We respect everybody's mm-hmm. pronoun. Mm-hmm. Won't care who you are sleeping with, as long as you pay for it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. It is true. It's true. It's true.
2: But she has a story. She has a son, and so I figured we needed some uh, some different some different opinions on 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 uh, BDC. Okay. It was getting kind of was getting kind of toxic, kind of man heavy. You think it was getting kinda toxic, kinda so, it was toxic. Not toxic, but man heavy. i feel you. I can man, feel you definitely I mean. man heavy. Um, I feel like there's another side, uh, to what we often get on the on the channel. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to present to you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let her say her name, because so it's, it's, it's one of the names, you don't want to mess it up. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to let her say her name, and then we'll go from
0: there.
1: All right. Hi, guys. My name is Tara. Thank you for that lovely introduction. <laughs> I was not expecting all that, but I'm grateful.
0: Okay. First of all, before we even get started, um, how's your mental health?
1: I'm sorry? How's she mental health? It's good. It's good. Um, this week itself, I mean, we, you know, we had a shorter week this week, so mm-hmm. it's starting off really good. I can't complain. I do my best to stick to a routine and maintain discipline. So, you know, that I feel like that helps a lot with your mental health. So, I'm really good. All right, my motto off is straight.
0: I'm here, uh, blessed. I have to see you another day. You know what I'm saying? I could be dead.
1: Mm-hmm. Could be
0: in the jail. You see how short and skinny I am? That that ain't oh, that. That wow. can't. You know, <laughs> that's not. That's not going to work. Um, so what I like to do is right, uh play a couple just break the ice couple questions. Okay. Um Question number one. I say it's called this or that. I haven't really nailed like a name down for it. Okay. I just okay. all right. You're with your spouse, right? hmm You got weed in the car. Mm. Which one of y'all is taking the fall? You or him?
1: Him. It's not mine. It's not mine.
0: I feel you, because I, t- I ain't going to jail for nobody. <laughs> I don't care. Listen, you, I don't care if I got to be in a holding cell. You going to, I'll, I'll bail you out, but you got going to have to sit in there. I can I guarantee
1: it's not mine. Mm. Not I'm, not, it. I'm
0: not I'm ride or die. I'm ride or fly.
1: I mean, not not even that. In fact, I'm going to get out of the car. It's not even a ride. <laughs> you put it. You, could have just took the bus. All you're not going to put it in your broad or something like no, that? for Nothing what? Like, no, thank you. I wouldn't put myself in a position to be with somebody who I would put me in that position.
0: I feel you. I feel you on that. Um how your life currently is. Mm-hmm. Would you keep it the way it is or would you change it?
1: Um I am in a space where I have and I am obtaining everything that I've prayed for. Um so the space that I'm in right now, I would not change it. Um it's definitely not what I expected it to be, mm-hmm. but um, to whom much is given Much is required of course And I think that um, Because of Because I know the space that I am I, I am in is temporary I don't mind it because it's not It's not going to always be like this So I'm okay. changing I'm changing it no, <laughs> 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 I'm
0: changing some
1: things a mm mm-hmm.
0: I wish But you
1: don't think it's part of the process You don't think it's part of your journey Part of your story <sighs>
0: Listen, it's been the same journey, the same story for the last few years. I'm changing this. I'm trying okay. to tell you I okay. got to go.
1: Well, then that's good, too. That's uh, good, too.
0: All right, last question. Would you, If you had a choice, would you go into the past to fix things or go into the future?
1: Oh, God. Dang, that's tough. That's like this red pill or blue pill question, mm-hmm. right? I think... You know what is as, as adverse and as um challenging as, as some things have been that I've been through. I wouldn't change any of them. Um I think that the knowledge and the lessons and the experience that I learned from those situations, I think that it will it has and will continue to propel me in the direction that I want to go. So I definitely I wouldn't go back to the past. Um but I'm definitely excited to see what the what the future looks like. Mm-hmm. So let me, yeah, let me go into the future.
0: Yeah, I'm going to definitely go back into the future because if I could write down some lotto numbers and win and set me and my family you know up, what? listen, listen, See, man, listen. you got you
1: thinking you, outside the box. I didn't think that.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, listen, have, uh, if, I, if I can set all my friends up and everybody up, that's, 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 that's all that it is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I ain't got to mm-hmm. work no more. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, so let's get into the crux of this, right? Mm-hmm. You have a story to tell. Something like that. Explain <laughs> to us what this story is. So that I can better prepare the audience on what's about to happen.
1: Um, so this story pertains to um, how I was blessed with my most amazing son, um, who I don't regret, and I'm obsessed with being his parent. He's my best friend. Um, he is for right now, at least while he can be, because you know, pretty soon I'm gonna have to things gonna have to shift <laughs> for the both of us. Um, but but yeah, that's what um. That's what this story is about. Okay.
0: Did you ever, I want to say, so how did you adapt? Cause I'm pretty sure that when you first realized you were going to have a son, you wasn't expecting to be a single mom. So how was that transition?
1: No, I wasn't. As far as how I adapted, if I'm being honest, I mean, my son just turned six and I'm still adapting. Okay. Um, each stage presents its own challenges And, um, often what I tell people is that I don't care how many books you read. I don't care how many people you talk to. I don't care how many children you've had. There is nothing that can prepare you for this. There's nothing. Um, I'm not saying don't prepare like that's wild to say, but what I am saying is that when you are presented with certain things and you feel like you're not equipped for them, you need to give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's been my biggest takeaway so far as far as parenting is just, To give myself grace, a lot of times what I tell um, new moms is the moment your child was born, you were also born as a mom. So you haven't done this before. Your child has not been here before. Neither of you know what you're doing. Neither of you. All this baby know how to cry and poop. That's it. <laughs> and honestly, most days, that's all you know how to do with the baby is cry and poop. Mm-hmm. You know, Um. so I think, I definitely think that I'm still adapting. I think that I adapt with each stage. But I think the biggest thing that I continue to do is to just give myself grace in the moments where I feel like, you know, it might be being too much or I'm not doing enough. Really take myself. Five minutes, ten minutes, however long I need to, like, do some self-reflecting and find out why I'm feeling the these emotions of inadequacy and stuff like that. Because otherwise, you'll just continue to bury all that stuff. And you can't, if you bury it inside of you, it's going to come out somewhere way or another. And if you're a single parent in the capacity that I am in, unfortunately, most of the time, it's going to come out on your kid. And nobody wants that. Mm,
0: that's a good point. So we're going to get into it. Mm-hmm. What happened between you and the father?
1: Well, initially when I met him, um, I had just gotten out of a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that I wasn't ready to jump into something else. The, the person I was in love with before, I, I knew I, was, I still actively had feelings for that man. Mm-hmm. And um, I did my best to be like, listen, this is, this is great what we have going on. This is fun. But I can't give you what you're looking for. And I appreciate that you see those qualities in me and I am that person, just not right now and not in this capacity. Anyway, time went on and we continued to see each other and date and whatnot. And, um, things got to the point where it's so crazy how intentional God is and how divine he is and how every single thing he does is it sets you up for so many other things. And, um, he was not a friendly person, we'll say that. And the day that I actually conceived my son, six hours six hours later, he and I got into a fight, like a physical fight, where he was, you know, he was abusive and stuff like that. Mm. And so I made up in my mind that at that moment I needed to get away from this man. But I have a background in social services and like some other things. I'm not gonna give y'all my resume, but I've got background in other things and so I knew that as far as domestic violence relationships are concerned, the most dangerous time is when the victim tries to leave. So I knew I needed to set up a plan. By the time I was able to set up a plan to exit from that relationship, situation, whatever we want to call it, that literally that very same day I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, well, God, this is not funny. <laughs> Joke's on me, huh? I mean to laugh at you <laughs> just said it. <laughs> he definitely, he definitely put the joke on me. And, um, I still knew that that wasn't an environment I wanted to raise my son in. And so, um, I explained to him the situation and, and by this time, the gentleman who I was in a relationship with before had resurfaced and he and I, you know, we thought we were going to get back together. And then I was like, hold on, got a situation. And, um, and so at that point it got to like, now I'm back and forth between the father of my son. And this guy who I knew I was still in love with. And so I told them both one day, I say, listen, I need a week. To, I just need to clear my head. I don't know what is about to happen in my life right now. I don't know what I want to do. And um, they both agreed to that. And then the guy who I was in a relationship with before, he showed up um, on my doorstep one day, like two days later, with like a box of pizza and some flowers. And he was like, I don't know what needs to happen for us to make this work, but I'm not going anywhere. And I was like, did you put green peppers on that? Because if that's the okay. <laughs> case... And so um, from that point on, he and I, you know, we stayed together for a while. We did our best to make the relationship work, and we just had too many issues because we had the breakup from before, and then now we got together, and then I'm pregnant, and the kid not yours, and I had a difficult pregnancy. It was just so layered. It just wasn't working. During that process, as far as my son's biological father, he took it upon himself to exit the situation. And um, my last contact with him was in August of 2016, and my son was born that November. So I haven't seen or spoken to him since. Um, So, yeah, I I definitely I didn't anticipate on being in this space. But once again, I don't regret it. Um, My son is absolutely amazing. Parenting is difficult. It's not a responsibility that I honestly looking back, this level of responsibility isn't something I would have committed to. But there's no way to know what this responsibility means, what it is. There's Mm -hmm. no way to know that, you know. Um, especially because parenting looks different for everyone and it looks different for each child. Like, even if I were to have multiple children, I wouldn't parent them the same because they're different children, you know?
0: Okay. Um, given the situation that you was in, was abortion or adoption on the table at all? Or you knew that you wanted to keep it?
1: And if it was,
0: what, what changed?
1: I don't even know. From the time I found out I was pregnant to the time everything was happening, I don't even know that I had time to consider Either of those options, um, if I'm being honest, it's it's like that Adele song. I I didn't have time to choose what I chose to do. Sometimes you find yourself in a position and you just make a decision. You you're presented with the red pill and the blue pill. Mm-hmm. And you just like, let me get just get one, you know? Um so I think that as far as abortion, I was in a place where I I wasn't where I wanted to be, of course, but I was stable. And um, I know that, of course, because you can't remedy every need, right? Stability needs to be at the top of the pyramid of what you can remedy, right? Mm-hmm. I knew I had that. I was making decent money. Um, I was working for the state, so or benefits. I had insurance. I was like, well, you know. Um, and then as far as adoption, that just wasn't an option for me because um, I knew this was something that I could do. I knew it was something that I wanted to do. Um, especially spending so much time, you know, growing this little creature inside of you. I don't want to just, you know, give him off to somebody else. He's mine, and I'm obsessed. Um, So, yeah, neither of those things were an option for me. But, you know, not to go off on a tangent, that doesn't mean it's not right for somebody else, because it is right for other people. It just wasn't our situation. Okay.
0: Um, First fears, right, what Mm -hmm. was the transition like going from, being single, carefree, doing what you want to do. To now, you can't even you you you, 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 you your <laughs> life is different. Is you different. can't you can't even take the trash out alone
1: without them wanting. What? What, what he I, take the trash out? Now he old enough. No, nah, he can take the trash out. Um, you know that transition. It was difficult, but I I am grateful enough to say that. Um, it's crazy because a lot of my girlfriends at the time. I think there was probably like five or six of us who had kids with that are within like a year of each other. You know what I mean? So I have them to lean on. I think the, the largest part about being a parent, especially a single parent in particular, and not a parent who's single because those two terms are different. I will address them if you would like. Yeah, we can um, answer that. <laughs> like
0: Answer what you was going to answer, then we're going to come back to
1: that. Um, Yeah, so I think that it's important to build a village to make sure that you have a support system. I think that that helps the most with your transition. Um, Friends that you have or slash had when you were single or when you weren't a parent and stuff like that, those relationships are going to look different. They might change. Um, And to be honest with you, they should change. Your friends who don't have children will either need to be understanding, they'll need to be supportive, or they'll need to move out of the way. Those are your only three options. Um, And then your friends who do have children, you guys will will either need to, you know, come up with plans that work for everybody, including everyone's children, um, or, you know, they're going to have to move out of the way. Uh-huh. So, um, so there's that. And then to, <laughs> to address something else I just said, as far as being a single parent versus being a parent who is single, right? A Parent who is single means you aren't married, period. When you file your taxes, you file head of house and you file a single, um, And that still gives the other parent, whether custodial or non-custodial, the opportunity, the the acknowledgement that they deserve. Because I think that sometimes for me, especially because my situation is so severe, um, I think I get frustrated when I hear like other like moms who are single when they discredit, you know, maybe the father's presence or like their grandparents presence or the presence of any other caregiver that they have. I feel like it's not only is it not fair to the kid, but it's not fair to the other person because they don't have to be here, you know. Um, so just don't, you know, not the opportunity to not be dismissive of, of the other parent because even if you get, you know, maybe he maybe he doesn't pay child support, Maybe he don't get the baby consistently, you know what I mean? But if you get one break a month, that's more than what I've ever gotten from, a, you know, the other party. Ever. And this my son, like I said, is six years old. Um, versus being a single parent, which means you're doing this by yourself, which is essentially what I am doing and I have been doing since my son was born. It's always just been me and my son. Um, and so and so that's the difference. I just want to make sure that the other parent, whether it's another father or mother or whatever, mm-hmm. they get the reverence that's owed to them.
0: Okay. Another question for you. Mm-hmm. How do you separate between making him a man and into your boyfriend here's what I mean right because mm-hmm. a lot of women raise their sons into the man that they wanted so how did you not do that
1: well I my intention isn't necessarily to raise a good man my intention is to raise a good person I think that he will develop into his own man I think that it goes back to what I was saying earlier as far as building a support system. Uh-huh. My goal, my objective is to put men around him who I respect, who I admire, who I look up to that I want him to model himself after at least to some degree, right? And that way he has a variety of options. Well, my uncle does this and my cousin does this. And well, you know what I mean? So he has these he has these different options to define what he thinks a man should be. Um, and... I think that, at least for me in particular, um, pressing him about being someone that I want to be is not, that's not where I am at -hmm. all. And that's not even like on like raising him to be a man type thing. That is on, even when it comes down to like music, like he's got this song right now that he's obsessed with. And I think it is the world's worst song ever. It is absolute garbage. I hate it so much. However, (laughs) he likes it. (laughs) He likes it. So when we get in the car, like I've, I've created his very own playlist that's just for him because obviously he can't listen to the music that mommy listens to. So he has his own playlist. Um, and so for somewhere, he'd be like, mommy, I don't like this song. Can you put this on my playlist? I sure will. And when we get in the car, we will listen to this trash music for the ride that you're in here. You know what I mean? So stuff like that, making sure that I'm not projecting, regardless of the whole man idea, whatever I want for him, not Projecting that on him so much, as much as I am projecting good core values of, as far as being just a decent human being, being kind, being compassionate, being understanding, but also being strong in who you are. Okay, how do you
0: separate? Oh, I just I had a I had a question. I just lost it.
1: But also, too, why you why you figuring out that question? I think sometimes as moms of boys. Sometimes we don't realize that we're projecting these things onto our sons. And so I would like to offer that grace to, you know, my boy moms as well. Sometimes we don't realize that, oh, men should do this and men should do that. And, like, whether that's true or not is a whole, that's for a whole other show. Um, But it's about making sure that child has enough um, Mm self-awareness to want to do certain things or not want to do Certain things like the school he's at now, he's got three male teachers and I love that for him because otherwise I wouldn't like he has to wear a uniform and stuff at the beginning of the school year. That was a hard time for him because he's such a free spirit. He want to wear his dinosaur T-shirt to school every day. You can't do that. So you got to put on the tie and the, <laughs> and the Oxford shirt and these things when you go to school. And so I had to have a conversation with one of his male teachers and I was like, can you explain to him the importance of looking, you mm-hmm. know, because I, I talked to him. It didn't work. He was like, no, I want my dinosaur converses. Mm -hmm. You're not wearing those at school, right? But I can tell you that since he's had that conversation with that male teacher in particular, we haven't had that issue at home anymore. And so that's what I mean as far as like putting men around him, putting people around him that I want him to take advice from. Because even this teacher in particular, my son has come home and said things that he said that I don't agree with it. But I asked him, I said, well, baby, what do you think about that? Well, I think it's right. Okay, great. As long as you made up in your brain that this is what is right for you, mommy's okay with it, but I don't want other people, and I don't even want you to let me influence you to a certain degree. You will be respectful. You will use your manners. You will be kind. You will be all those things towards people, but as far as who you are as a person, you can figure that out on your own.
0: Okay. How do you separate being his mom and being his friend?
1: You know... Someone doesn't like this question, I think that right now I can be his friend. Um I and I know I go back and forth with um a lot of people about this and um the great, incomparable, amazing um, forever first lady, Miss Michelle Obama, recently said about not being your children's friend. And I definitely think that she had a point, you know. Um, I think that for one, my situation is semi unique. Um, and, and for two, he is at an age where I can kick it with him sometimes, you know what I mean? Like the other night we just watched movies and we ate popcorn and I made him some hot chocolate that he didn't, that he begged for and did not drink or whatever. Um, I can do those kinds of things with him. If I want to try new restaurants, that's who I'm taking with me. You know what I mean? Um, if I want to go to like a new, like fun spot or whatever, some kind of new activity a museum or something, that's who I'm taking with me. That's my homie for right now. Um, like I said, that that will have to change soon where I can only be his mother. And I think that, especially for our little black boys, I want to make sure that he understands that, yeah, there is, there is a line for sure between being your friend and being your mom. But I also want him to understand that regardless of what happens, I will always be his friend. He's not going to always be my friend. But I will always be his because it can't it can't be reciprocated to a degree, you know. I'll always be genuine and kind and compassionate and all those things towards him. He's not going to always be able to give that to me. So,
0: so a few things you said there, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I ain't trying to, uh, you know. We I don't, I don't like controversy like that. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> everything you said is parenting stuff, like the the oh, taking him to the movies, taking mm-hmm. him to the trips. So, <clears throat> what is that difference for you between? Being his mom and being his friend. Because me and my parents went to the movies. My parents mm-hmm, took me mm-hmm, to dinner. And mm-hmm. they paid because I was broke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, I I think the difference is um, how we perceive parenting certain ta- sometimes. Because for some people, that is not parenting. I know people who will say they've never been to the movies with their parents. Mm. Their parents have never okay. taken them to dinner. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um, so certain activities and, like, certain conversations, like, I can sit here and talk to my son like how I'm talking to y'all because we've always done this. I've always had conversations with him. You know what I mean? How are you feeling today? How was school? I don't just say, well, oh, well, how was school today? Cause that's a closing the question. That's yes or no. Oh, did you talk to so-and-so at school today? What'd you guys do at lunch? Did you, did you eat everything? Like those kind of things. I'll have those same kind of conversations with my girlfriends too. Um, so to, an- to answer your question, I think it's just a matter of perspective, right? Cause like you said, those are all things that that are included in parenting, but you and I probably have a similar perspective on what parenting is. I feel like a lot of times, um, when people have that difference, they think that parenting is only supposed to be in an authoritative capacity and you can parent in other manners. You can parent by a routine, you can parent by, you know, focus on high achievements. Um, there are so many other capacities that, that you can parent, um, but I think that that for me, because we have such an open line of communication, I mean, I, I pray it stays this way. That My son understands that he can talk to me about anything. And I know that that's not he's not going to always do that. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Y'all Man, y'all not to come to us with everything. And to be honest, I don't want him to come with me with everything. I want him to be able to call my brother and be like, what is X, Y, Z? I want him to be able to do that. Sometimes I don't want to. How those conversations, you know what I mean? Sometimes it is better coming from y'all. So I think the line is just a matter of it's, it's your perspective on what a parent should be. And I don't feel like I own my kid. And I feel like that's a large, that's a, a major difference too. I do not own him. He is not my property. Um He is on loan from me, from God. And my objective is to guide him and to teach him and to nurture him and to send him out into the world where, he can do good things, but he's not my property. He's not like he's a pair of shoes and I can toss him and, you know, throw him in the corner or whatever. And I feel like a lot of times that's what happens. But with parenting, especially more of that old school method, we are very, they they tend to be very dismissive of their children. I don't do that with my son. Even if it's about Pokemon, I don't care about Pokemon on everything I love. I do not care <laughs> with everything in me, but he is obsessed. And so guess what? I got to know the difference between Pikachu and Raichu. Yeah, but he got good taste. <laughs> Hey, man, listen, back in the day I guess, I wouldn't Pikachu know you. that was <laughs> ass catching. like,
0: what you mean? Like, you know I'm saying, when Pokemon Go was out there It was right out there That was a good way to pick up a date, I'm just saying <laughs> That was a good way to pick up a date but Oh, I'm just, boy I'm just saying um, <laughs> It's often said The importance of fathers needing to date their daughters Do you feel like it's the same for mothers to date their sons?
1: Sure, sure I think, so my objective is not to, um, I'm not gonna be around for him in that capacity forever, right? I'm gonna send him off, and he's gonna find, you know, some nice young lady that I've handpicked for him, and, um, <laughs> Heps. And they're going <laughs> to live here. Yes, yes. I believe in arranged marriages. That's of the podcast. Wait, 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 hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. What? Yes, I do. Absolutely. You believe in arranged uh, marriages? 100%. No. What 100%. Do you for, mean? The, for, the, for a lot of the reasons that we're having this conversation right now, I do not like how people raise their daughters. I do not like how people raise their sons. So certain things are not acceptable in my house. Do not bring me certain people. Okay? Do not bring me certain people. I'm not saying she needs to be, you know, an attorney and she needs to be all super confident. She needs to own a business. I ain't saying she needs to be none of those things like me. But what I am, there is, there is a list of things that she cannot be. She can't be disrespectful. She can't be, you know, she needs to have poor hygiene. She needs to know how to care herself. Um, she needs to know what it looks like to care for others, not even just like care for a man. I like that's a whole whatever. But she needs, those are things that she needs to know. And that's not my son's responsibility to teach her and because that's true um yeah no not in certain capacities she will need to if he gets in a relationship with someone she she will need to teach him how she likes to be treated as an individual but not how to treat a woman period my objective as his mom is to make sure that he knows how women generally are to be treated that's the extent of that um i i don't once again like i said the woman that the 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 little girl, she's a little girl now that I have picked out for him. When they go on and live their life, <laughs> I'm mad at y'all. I think I'm playing. <laughs> so, let me, all right. Let's.
2: I'm going to let y'all get back to it. I wasn't even supposed to be here.
0: <laughs> but when I heard this,
2: I got to jump in.
0: Because
2: I've done the same thing for mine. Oh, my goodness. Y'all. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm on the island by myself. Because my best friend, my best friend. Friend, both of my best friends have sons. Mm -hmm. I want to make that happen. Yeah. Okay. You You want
0: one of your best friends?
2: Yes. To marry? Oh, nigga, (laughs) nigga! Do you understand what that wedding looks like? Nigga, oh, the coonery, the foolery that will go. Do you you understand? We are we we officially we already best friends for life, but we would be best friends for life. We. We're granddad to grand. All right, okay. Oh so. My
1: God. Oh. oh,
2: we are granddad. Do you understand how player that kid's going to be? Oh, it's going to be a. F- now, there are some of my best friends. Uh-huh. You know who they are. And it's not because of the father, it's because of the mother. I can't have that. We blue bloods, okay? Mm. We don't need that type of blood over here. All right? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> All right, I'm gone.
0: <laughs> blue bloods. All right. Would you care if your son brought home a black woman versus a white woman?
1: Of course what? I would care. Why wouldn't I care?
0: Some people don't Some people don't it's,
1: care. It's, um, my son's safety is is mm. at the top I like the way you me. put that. My son's safety is at the top for me. Um <laughs> I like the way you put that. And because that's true, um I know it is also true that statistically speaking, um his chance of death or being adversely impacted is higher if he's with a white woman than with if he's with a black woman. Mm. Those are just the facts. Mm-hmm. Um and so I definitely do have a preference. Um once again, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to tell him who he can and cannot date, but I will tell him who he can and cannot marry because I've already have her picked out once again. Um. <laughs> so let's touch on that, right? What if he sits there and say, listen, mom, this is who I love. You mm. may
0: not like her, but this is who I'm going to marry. You I don't even know get that get I will let board. him get
1: close enough to make that decision if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't know that. I, like, it, and I get it. There's a lot that's not within my control, but, um, I can pick what schools he goes to. I can pick what he's exposed to. I'll pick the activities, the sports that he gets involved in.
0: But you can't pick what college he goes to, though.
1: I can, and I will. What you mean I can't? You can't. Why not? I'm paying for it. Not, not if he get a full I'm ride. I'm paying for it. I'm pay- what? A full so, ride so, for what? So you trying he to tell... He could get that on academics, or he could get that on sports or whatever, because right, he'll so, have right. them both.
0: So you're trying to tell me if he had got a full ride to... North Carolina University, mm-hmm. North Carolina and, Central, no North oh, okay. Carolina, okay, Chapel Hill, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> mm. and then he got a full ride to And He said, "Mom, I want to go to North Carolina University." He's
1: not. He's gonna go to FAMU. You can't. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You gotta let we'll that boy have, live his we'll, life. we'll have this conversation in ten years. Come find me then. when but he's you 16. can't. <laughs> but you you can't like
0: if he got a full ride to both and that's where he want to go. That's too bad. That's too bad. That's too He's bad. not
1: going. Oh, snap. He's not going. Yeah. Argue with somebody else about that. Mm mm. Mm mm. Get somebody else to do it. So,
0: I agree with you on the like, uh, you know, I love my black queens. Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer of sticking with my black queens. Mm-hmm. I have a friend right now who uh, has been dating this Caucasian. Mm hmm. And. Um,
1: you can say white people. <laughs>
0: No, you don't want me to say. It. <laughs>
1: that's not. That's not for this
0: show. <laughs> oh boy! And he, she dating a Caucasian, and he's been wanting to marry her, but he's waiting on her parents' blessing. And her parents are more so of the line of, mm-hmm. y- we don't want this. You know what? In the family,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: want to expose my kid to that. Like, mm-hmm. no. like.
1: Yeah, I th- I think in that capacity. um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. And it's definitely coming from a place of experience. I think in that capacity, race aside, if you're having adversities with your spouse's family to that degree, Mm -hmm. don't do it. Don't Mm -hmm. do it. There is, there is almost 8 billion people on this earth. 49% of those are men. The other 51 is women go find somebody else. I promise you go find somebody else. Um, It'll make it easier on on you. And there are certain things that you just won't have to experience. Like I said, race or gender, all those things aside, if there is a person that you meet and their family is not accepting of you to the point that you can't even you can't even enter into this marriage. Imagine if you were able to the kind of detriment that that would be on your life, mm-hmm. because now you're having children with this person, you're procreating with this person and you don't want to send them to grandma's house. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that presents an issue because especially like not even on, from a single parent capacity, but from a parent's capacity in general, you don't ever want to send your kid to a space where you feel like they're going to be, in, they're not going to be safe. And I only mean just physically, but I mean emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. Imagine grandma sitting across the table talking trash about your daddy. You don't want that. You don't want that for your kid, because now you go, now your kid's coming home looking at you funny. Well, is my daddy really? Is my mommy really? Mm-hmm. You don't want that. You know what I mean? Because not only is that messing with your confidence as a parent, you want to have to reparent this kid over and over and over, and that ain't fun. That nobody wants to do that. You know. So I just think in general, just. You're having issues with somebody's mama, like, just leave it at that child. Because chances are her mind ain't gonna change, especially if she's anything like me. Like, I already told you, already his wife is picked out in the school. So, just so clearly, I've been working on this. So, if she We're thinks gonna, she about I'm to, gonna
0: remember this episode, right? <laughs> and when I'm gonna remember this, and if you don't think I won't, because I will, I'm gonna remember this. Mm-hmm. And when he turned around that age, I'm gonna hit you up on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a few kids. Come by find them. me. And I'm gonna Come be find like, me. so did he marry who you wanna marry him? And when you say no, I don't care where you at, my fly to, you're going to have to stand on that on the Baby Daddy Chronicles podcast. You're going to have to stand on it. Yeah. You're going to have to stand on it. Mm-hmm. Work-life-school balance, what does that look like for you?
1: Oh, man. Um, it's it's always a balance, especially because of, um, I don't think I mentioned this before, but um, I'm finishing up my Juris doctor degree. So okay. I'll be an attorney in this time in, what, eight months, you know? Um so thank you all thank all you. Well, he had there. <laughs> <laughs> um so definitely super excited about that and parenting while in law school presents just it's a whole different well, Who are you tell to date
0: somebody was trying was trying to get in law school and it was woof.
1: It's 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 so taxing um and I I always explain it to people that law school itself is spending 3 years learning a totally different language and then at the end of that being tested on it without any help, any support, any, you know, it's not like it's an open book thing. You know what I mean? They're expecting you to remember both the federal and state constitutions, and you need to understand like common law. You need to understand laws respectively in your state. You need to understand general, like, there's literally 23 different subjects on that exam. Um, and you only get so much time to do them. Like, even the multiple choice questions, if you do them all how you're supposed to, you get less than two minutes per question. Sometimes those questions can be up to two paragraphs long. Who got time for that? Right, somebody does because people have been passing, in, and I will be the next. So, um, as far as what that balance looks like, it at least for the last couple years, it just it's changed each sem- each semester. Some semesters require more of me, some have required less. Um, the times where the semester requires less of me, um, I give it to my kid. The times where it requires more of me, I make adjusting to my parenting um i think what's helped me the most is i'm a very routine parent my son has been on the same at least sleep schedule since he was six months old um and we don't deviate from it and i have found that to be incredibly helpful for me because he knows once he's done cleaning up he knows go run the bath water he knows once he gets out the bathtub he needs to brush his teeth he knows after that he's going to go get in the bed mommy's going to read him the book he's going to go to bed all those things help. So I don't have to worry about him picking out his pajamas. I don't have to worry about him brushing his teeth. He knows those things. And so um, as far as parenting while doing it, making sure that he understands what his responsibilities are, even at six years old, um, it helps balance all of this out. Because otherwise, I I couldn't tell you. I okay. couldn't tell you.
0: What are his responsibilities for the house?
1: Um, so his responsibilities at six are to take the trash out, um, make sure he cleans up after himself, um, do his very best to aim in the toilet and we're still struggling. <laughs> um, we just, I just leave the, I just leave the bleach in the bathroom and just, just leave a little spray bottle underneath the sink in there. Cause at this point, I don't know. I've tried the cheerios. If y'all can help me out as far as what else I'm doing wrong. I'm just, hey, so Yeah <laughs> I
0: ain't got no kids. <laughs> I don't,
1: I don't know what else to do. Um, so yeah, his, his responsibilities are that make sure that um, you know his toys get get put away, um, his homework is done, and I mean yeah, I want my kid to be a kid. So he's not like he ain't like helping cook dinner or nothing like that. Like we might have little projects where he he might help me make pancakes or something like that. Like my son can make camp pancakes, and he, honestly, he can crack an egg like a pro. It's pretty impressive. Um, So, you know, we'll do, like, stuff like that. But other than that, he's a kid. I want my little black boy to be a little black boy for as long as he can because I understand how um, hard this world is on black men. I understand how it's not going to be gentle to you guys. And so I want him to understand that mommy's mommy's arms, mommy's home, is always a place where he can ball his eyeballs out or he can, you know, he can go get his punching bag, which he uses – probably almost daily, you know, whatever it takes to be there. So at six, he doesn't have a whole lot of responsibilities, but you know, those are a few.
0: Okay. There are always some women that say, you know, moms have most responsibility. Mm -hmm. So when dads do what they're supposed to do, it's, you're supposed to do that. You don't deserve recognition. Where do you fall on that?
1: okay i'm want to make sure I'm understanding your question correctly. There are women who say that fathers don't deserve recognition.
0: The basic woman are fathers saying like why you why you, why you want to cook if you're doing what you're supposed to do
1: oh I see I see I see um i think I think that that comes from a place from two it could come from two different places one is jealousy and the other is hurt because I do all these things and ain't nobody gave me no goddamn cookie. You understand? So why you get one? Why you get one? Both of us were responsible for this child. You're getting more recognition than I am. That don't make it, that that's not fair. So there's a jealousy factor there, right? Um and I think that for some women it could be trauma related. Watching someone get everything that you've wanted and they're putting in half the work, a third of the work, 25% of the work, none of the work at all, that's traumatizing, you know what I mean? And and my heart breaks for people in that kind of position, you know. Um, I can say that I feel like we're in a place now where more fathers, particularly black fathers, are getting more recognition. I do feel like that is starting to shift. Mm-hmm. I and agree. I love that for y'all. <laughs> I love that for y'all so much because it's so super important um, because there is such a stigma that black men don't take care of their children and all these things. And that's not true. I'll be honest with you. Of all of my guy friends or acquaintance or whatever, all of them are phenomenal fathers. I wouldn't even associate myself with a man who I don't care, friend, networking, you know, <laughs> romantic partner. I wouldn't even associate myself with somebody who I felt like wasn't taking care of their kids because how dare you? You? Mm-hmm. you know? Um. So I don't know. I, I do think that. Both parents, of course, deserve their cookie, quote-unquote, so to speak. Um, I do believe that both of them deserve that, but I think that from, you know, a mom's perspective, it's not a you don't deserve your cookie. It's a I deserve one too. It's about it's about where my cookie at, not necessarily you don't get one. And I think it's just about perspective.
0: Okay. You said, um, <clears throat> I think you said dating. Mm-hmm. Um, being a mom, right, how do you maneuver having a sex life, having intimacy with the six year old,
1: what, um, what does that look like for you? You know what? It, it's kind of its own game of foreplay. It's pretty interesting. Right. Um, because I get to make sure that, you know, of course he's all safe in a way or whatever. The fir- first things first is I don't have my son around anybody that I'm actively dating. Um, that's okay. not, that's, that's not one exception may or may not be made from a time or two. Um, depending on the capacity, but my son isn't around any of the men that I date. Um So real
0: quick before we get to that, mm -hmm. when does he end up meeting the person that you are dating?
1: The the day before the (laughs) wedding. The
0: day before the wedding. You don't think that should have some type of bond? Like there's some type of connection. Well
1: yeah, and I'm 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 being I'm being facetious. I think that um by so if I were to meet the love of my life tomorrow, right, my son is only six. I'm not rushing for them to meet mm-hmm. because if you don't get along with a six-year-old, you the problem. Like, let's just be honest. All my son care.
0: No, some of these six-year-olds are <laughs> bad as hell. I ain't going to hold you. <laughs> they bad hell.
1: Some of them are, but all my kids want to talk about the dinosaurs and Pokemon. So if you can't, I mean, granted, you might if you're not interested in those things, like that's that's fine. Have you took him to Dinosaur World Orlando, yes, or Land? Yes, he went. Or I like took that? him to I took him to Dinosaur World for his third birthday, so he probably really doesn't remember him that much, but okay. he he had a blast. I've got pictures. I'm a mamarazzi is what I call myself. I take pictures of everything. I probably have a picture or some kind of documentation of uh, my son's life for the last six years. If I'm being like every day, I'm yeah, like all the time. I'm obsessed with this kid. Um, pictures, just a side note, pictures are super important. Just in general. Take pictures with your friends. Take pictures with your family. Sometimes that'll be the only thing you have. You're like, dang. When I was with Tara last time, she was on that podcast. I ain't getting no pictures with her. Golly. Now she just big, super-duper, like, fancy lawyer, and I don't got no memories of it. You know what I mean? So it could be stuff like that. Um, But as far as, like, um, making sure that, you know, he has those things, like those memories and stuff, I want to make sure that he has all that stuff. So...
0: Okay, back to your my question.
1: Um, what was my question?
0: Um, how do you um maneuver
1: Oh, the dating yeah, and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so dating now, dating a single parent in law school, is very much send me a Google calendar invite <laughs> based.
0: <laughs> um, I that. it
1: has to be um are you free uh January 17th at 7:30. That's what it has to be, right? You can't ask me, oh, when you have free time? I never got no free time. Don't ask me when I have free time. I will make time for you, but I do not have any free time. That's not a thing, right? Um, so anyone that I am interested in or there's a mutual interest, like they just have to understand that. Like You just have to give me enough notice, give me a heads up, so where I can make those arrangements. I believe in being intentional in all your relationships, whether romantic, whether it's friendships, whether it's you know just business. You need to be intentional about those relationships, and I'll do my best to do that. Um, so you know, my girlfriends are really supportive. So, if I'm like, Hey, I got a date with so and so, can I drop the baby off? I'll drop them off, and they'll be like, Yeah, I can pick them up when you're done, whatever. There's been times where I've gone out with like not even in a dating capacity, but you know, just with a different circle of friends. Uh-huh. And one of my girlfriends would be like, Girl, it is 12:30. do not come pick up this baby. He can spend the night, just come get him in the morning. And that's just what I'll do. So, as far as how to navigate it, it's just you're going to rely on your support system. You know what I mean? Or get creative. Um, I'm grateful that my son sleeps like a rock. So, um, if I want to invite someone over, um, which has been (laughs) twice, um, I wait until he goes to bed And I can turn the music on And honestly I could probably have An entire band In my living room And my son is not Gonna wake up I'm so grateful Um So You know It's just stuff like that we we'll watch a movie or, or whatever And um That's it So you're just about Getting creative And building your support system Okay Dating
0: wise mm-hmm. What does he have to have Does he need to have Does he need to does, Do you prefer someone With kids
1: Does he have to have His own place How does that work Ooh. So <sighs> My most recent relationship was um I'm just going to say this real quick and we're never going to speak of this relationship again because it was a shit show. Um <laughs> but I do prefer someone who does have at least one child but no more than 3. Um You want to go to 3? I'll do 3. You know why though? Oof. You know you know why? You know why I say 3? You don't plan on having no I more? don't want any more children. Okay, right? all right. So okay, so let me ask you this right mm-hmm. cuz I feel
0: like right a single black men who have no kids Mm -hmm. get penalized for not having no kids. You know what? It's,
1: it's not a penalty. It's the fact that sometimes y'all don't get it. Right. Um, and so, and I'll give you a prime example and I will, I mean, obviously this isn't a video, but I will show you right on one of these dating apps the other day. This guy asked me out, I was like, Oh, okay, let me run. Let me see if I can grab a sitter real quick. Right. Oh no. Can't get a sitter. Whatever this asshole goes. Oh, I wish you could just put him to bed and then step out. Have you lost your mind? Have you lost your mind? Why would I leave my six year old home by himself to go see some man I don't know? Okay, Help me. Okay. Un- not and and so it. it's not so much as a penalty, it's the fact that sometimes men or women without children just don't get it. You know what I mean? Um, there are certain things, like I said at the very beginning, that come along with parenting that no one can explain to you until you have children. Uh-huh. I have a very big family. I'm one of 10 children. I have 20 nieces and nephews, three great nieces and nephews, right? I've been an aunt since the second grade. I could tell you back and forth about children and different parenting styles and changing diapers and the up all nights and the up all days and the school issue. I could, I could write you an entire book, But having my own kid was drastically different. I love my nieces and nephews like nobody's business. They know if they call me right now, if auntie got it, it's theirs, period, right? But it's not that I love them any more or any less than I love my own kid, but it's just different. And so sometimes people who don't have children, they don't understand that, you're not doing a good or a bad job. You're just doing a different job. You're just doing something different than what's called for. Mm. Um, and so I don't I, I don't want, you know, men without children to feel like they're being, quote, unquote, penalized for not having children. But um, as someone who does have a kid, we're just expecting grace. That's all. We're expecting grace and we're expecting understanding. And so I feel like probably the second part to your question might be, because sometimes you'll see oftentimes where women are like, Well, my kids come first. You know the reason that they say that often is because a lot of times men without children don't get that. So, being as a man that has kids, I mean, I don't have kids. Mm -hmm. I get
0: that. I get your kids come first. I guess stuff happens. That 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 Mm
1: -hmm. that's cool.
0: I'm saying that's that's life. Stuff happens. What I be having a problem is they be like, "Oh, y'all want to date you?" Mm -hmm. And I can see myself being with you, Mm -hmm. but I don't want no more kids. So mm-hmm. you want me to raise your kids and mm-hmm. not give me my mm-hmm. own? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, nah. yeah, I can't. I'm going to be honest with you. <sighs> now, unless you're willing
0: to let me step out, have my own, and then come back to you, <laughs> which most women ain't going to be okay with. Like, it's we got an issue here. Because you want me to raise your greedy gremlins. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't talk about the crumb snatchers like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't talk about the crumb snatchers.
0: gremlins. These badass mm-hmm. kids, these mm-hmm. baby kids, mm-hmm. and they won't even afford, they don't even want to give me one of my own.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think so. Two things um, as as far as me personally, I am willing to give my husband at at the maximum, maybe most considered two. One That's for fair. sure. I can That's give fair. you. I can give you one more. I can't give you two. Two, two is like okay.
0: Would it be because <laughs> even as even as me, I have opened up to the possibility to where if. I date a woman with kids, which I, I'm been staring towards not to mm-hmm. lately before I used to be stepdad. Jackson's what they call me.
1: I'm but, screaming. <laughs> That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> but now I'm, I'm leaning more towards not to, but if I was to go down that route again, I'm okay. If she was like, if she had to, Mm-hmm. She gave me one mm-hmm. and then we adopted one. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. As opposed mm-hmm. to, cause you like, as the, the older I get, I'm about to turn 34 this year. Mm-hmm. Most women I date are around that age. When yeah, you hit 35. Have... It's, 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 it's
1: rough. Well, cause you know what? And, and so I want to say two things. The first thing is that, um, after 35, that's what's considered a geriatric pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Right. So things get more risky. And so that could be her apprehension. Um, the second thing is like, who trying to be forty dropping somebody off the kindergarten? Like, let's just be honest. Right, I feel you. Who right. trying to be at the PTA meetings, making costumes at forty two? Like that's a situation <laughs> I find myself in. <laughs> <This> <laughs> you what, see what I'm saying? That's reality for me though, and right. I ain't even
0: gotten on yet. <laughs> and
1: so, and so that when you meet women who say those things, that's part of her apprehension. And I'm mm-hmm. also going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this, right? This is this is going to be a real gem for y'all because I know this is something that you haven't considered. There is a huge fear. Huge, huge, huge fear of dating someone or marrying a man who is more accepting of his biological children than he is of the ones that he had that you had before that relationship, right? I just came across a video on TikTok recently where this woman, she'd been married to this man for like 10 years. She had a daughter before. Um, she met this man and he, he known this child since she was like two. So for all she knows, that is her father and whatever. And they, since she's been married, they've had other children together. Um, when the child got to be like 10 or 11 or however she was, she asked this man, would he formally adopt her? And he said, no, he said no, because he didn't love her. Like he loved his other children. Imagine hearing that as a parent, Mm. as a mom, that is a huge fear for us, and because we know these things can happen, because we know these things will happen, that is the apprehension. I can't say that if you—I mean, the moment you hear a, a woman say, "Oh, I don't want to—I ha- don't want to have no more kids. I want to have no kids by you, or whatever." Dismiss her. Go find you somebody else who's willing to give you what you're looking for, because um, that goes back to what I said earlier. When things just aren't aligned, just, just uh, is eight billion people go find get somebody else to do it. Okay, um, and. I think that a lot of times that fear gets dismissed um, as far as what our expectations are, because, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Me personally, if I marry a man and he does not love my son or protect my son or care for my son in the same capacity that he would, you know, his biological children, it's a a no Mm -hmm. for me, big dog. Like, that's not – it can't happen for me. You know what I mean? Because it will get to the point where it's like – because once you become married, and I know this is getting off topic, and I know you're finna, probably going finna to have some feelings about this, but it'll get to the point once you're married where those children come second to your marriage, right? And so if he's already treating your child different and then you yourself had to put that same child second, how the child's going to feel? You know what I mean? That's and right. that's not... That's not fair to the kids. So it's just it's just so multi-layered dating women with children. And the more grace you can give her, the more understanding you can give her, the more she's willing to give you, to be honest with you. Because if she sees like, dang, you know, he's so nice and he's so pleasant and he does genuinely love my children, I can just give him one more. She'll be w- more willing to open up her mind in that capacity, you know. Because my, my gripe is, right, <clears throat> is dealing
0: with some of the single moms I dated is – you want me to be a father figure until it's time to be a father figure.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: you, mm-hmm. you, you, you want the money, you want the support, but when it comes down to actual decisions, like you don't want my input. Mm-hmm. I don't like that.
1: You know what? Can I be really honest with you? Go ahead. And the moms is not gonna like this. If you was those children' biological father, or not she's still gonna feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> She's still going to feel the same. Those children could be biologically yours, and she still is going to be mama bear. She's still going to hover. She's still going to helicopter over those children. I'm just being honest with you. Um, I've had to check myself in that regard when it comes to, like, my brothers and stuff because I, my brothers, I love them to death, and, you know, I invite them into certain conversations. Like, when my son's going through certain things, I'll be like, well, let's call Uncle so-and-so so he can help us through this, right? And so in times that I do that, I I have to prepare myself for what my brother's about to say on the other end of that phone because he might say something that I don't like or something that I don't agree with. But we already in this bit, dog. so I have to be accepting of that. But that that takes someone who is being mature and someone who is being willing to accept and understand those, that criticism. Um, because if, if not you'll feel, you'll continue to feel how you feel as far as like, Oh, she, she just want my money. And it's not so much. She just will she just want my money to pay for daycare. You know, it's not so much that it's just that as a single parent, and even for parents who are single, we find ourselves in so many different protective capacities. Like there's so many different levels to that. Anytime it, that perimeter that we have placed l- Just looks like it's about to be breached We're we going to have to cut it all off Like We're going to have to call in the troops National Guard Everybody's going to have to pull up You know what I mean So we, that we can make sure We can continu- continue to protect our babies um, So yeah Because I don't think
0: it's necessarily Like they be wanting my money it just be like you be wanting If you want me to be a father figure Then let me If you want me to be a father Then let me be a father Are you dating women who have fathers? Mm. Mm, woo. Shit. Ooh, I was about to cuss.
1: <laughs> um, or 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 are you dating women who have good relationships with their father? You know what I mean? Because okay. some women have had fathers and they don't have good relationships. Let's see the last. I'm gonna just
0: go off the last four women. One had a.
1: Cause that can go nope.
0: they, they, They've they had relationships with them But it's, it's, some of them were topsy turvy They weren't like great relationships mm-hmm. I'm trying to think now Now that I think about it I've had maybe like one One girlfriend I know That has had a great relationship with her dad All the rest of them has just been Topsy turvy so, And then it kind of like So my last relationship mm-hmm. Relationship with her father was ups and downs because of certain stuff he had been through. And I felt like at times I felt like it would be certain things that I do that I wouldn't get grace for because it's like, oh, you you remind me of my dad X, Y, and Z. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not him. I'm completely different. But because I remind you of him because I did this, some, did this one thing that reminds you of him, now it's like, eh. And then with the chick I just got finished dealing with, like me and her had a discussion, I was like, does, how does your relationship
1: with your dad affect you with men? She might not be able to answer that though, if I'm being Most honest. Most of them can. not Well, and you know what? To be fair, because y'all not finna gang up on the women. That's not what's finna happen. To be fair, some of y'all don't know either. I've dated men who were like, oh, my father's just, he's just such a bad man and blah, blah. And I met this man and he was so nice and pleasant and he paid, you know, he did. Yeah, I he, mean,
0: cause like, one. How many times were you around them? Because one time, you know what I'm saying? you no, can no be no, a devil it has been she's one clothing. time. Like,
1: I've had conversations, you know, with these men. Because I, I'm, I'm the type of person, parenting aside, children aside, how is your mental health when I meet you? You know what I mean? Mm. Do you understand hygiene? Do you understand responsibility? Do you understand leadership? Do you understand what what does success mean to you? You know what I mean? What do all those things look like to you? Because that's going to help me understand if. Like I said, parenting aside, if you're even the kind of man that I want, you might not be a bad man. You might just not be the man for me. Mm, And I had to, I definitely like, once again, in my last relationship, I definitely had to understand that he's a great, he's a great man. He really is, but not for me. And that's just that, you know? And so when I ask you the question as far as like, you know, does she have a father? The second step is what is her relationship with her father look like you know what I mean what what kind of father does she want for her children because maybe you're not meeting that and she just doesn't know how to articulate that Mm. we don't I feel like as individuals we don't do enough self-actualizing and Mm. so if you don't self-actualize as an individual you can't do possibly do that as a parent because that's so layered you know what I mean you Mm -hmm. don't know who you are as a parent because you don't know who I as an an individual
0: all right a few more questions before we get in before before we close it out Mm mm-hmm You give a man the time of day.
1: Mm.
0: You know, you're very calculated. You know, you got to set up a time, Mm -hmm. which I respect. (laughs) I respect that. You you set up a time and you follow through and you, 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 Mm -hmm. you, you get what you want out of me.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Sets up a time. Got the whole carefree weekend. He wasted. Mm. Does he get another shot or is it
1: right? He'll never.
0: (laughs) He will never see me again.
1: He'll never see me again. (laughs) He'll never see me again. Never. Never. Because um, sometimes it depends on who you are. Wasting it means, like, I've been spending my whole weekend waiting around on you, right? But if we're supposed to have, let's say, I, you know, I get a sitter for the weekend. Great, which is rare. It never happens. But let's just say I get, a, I get a sitter for the weekend, and our date's supposed to be Friday night. Friday night, I don't hear from you. You cancel date, Whatever. Saturday and Sunday I'm gonna be I'm gonna get into something else so I won't I won't give you the capacity to quote unquote waste my entire weekend right I won't'll I'll never give one person one individual that much power um but it, you know if we have plans and you like it depends on what it is like if you know somebody died or something like that's different but if it's just like you ghosted me or you know you stood me up or what have you. Do not just literally delete my number. Delete my whole existence from your brain <laughs> because you will never need it again. You will never need it again. Um, yeah, don't do that. That's disrespectful.
0: Okay. Um, let's get into the and Corner segment, right? <clears throat> Ask you serious questions. Mm-hmm. Um, first question, give me a struggle of the week, which is something that happened and how it played out versus how you thought it should have played out, and what was the lesson from it?
1: That happened, like, in the last week. Mm-hmm.
0: It could be a week. It, it don't got to be, like, current because you're the first-time guest. But after yeah. that, it does have to be current.
1: Um, honestly, I feel like most days I'm flying by the seat of my pants. The days I remember to put on pants. <laughs> like, it we just being honest, anytime I get parenting compliments, I'm always grateful for them. Um, because most days I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just sticking to a routine. Um... So, maybe the last time, honestly, was probably tonight. You know, when I when I got the message about um, coming tonight, I hadn't prepared my son for this. And typically, when we go new places or whatever, I like to give him enough time to prepare. Um, depending on where it is. Sometimes, I don't tell him unless we get, when we get there, then I'll explain it to him because I don't want the questions. Um, but probably tonight. Like, I wanted us to be able to, I wanted to go home, cook dinner, have him eat dinner, change his clothes real quick, and then head out the door. But, it wasn't that it was mommy my time but mommy my transformer mommy why do i have to be quiet i love to talk to people mommy all those things i just wanted to just get in the car and just get here so i think the best way to handle those those challenges is to make sure that um you spend enough time with yourself so that you're giving yourself everything you need before you can pour into these children um because otherwise, you'll be pouring into them the things that you should have gotten rid of before they even got in the car, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I think that that's probably the most important is continue to work on yourself as an individual and it'll show through in your parenting. Okay. Give me a funny parenting story. Oh, my God. How many of you want? Like, there's so <laughs> many of them. Um, I think the first one that came to my mind is, like, so I've kind of, well, I feel like at a certain age, like, you want your kid to have a pet. And so, not last because we're in twenty three now. So not last summer, but the summer before, um, we had just moved here, and I got him a fish. We got this beta fish. It was already a whole fiasco leading up to this fish. But long story short, yeah, we have
0: have a horror of fishes around
1: here. Yeah. um, So you know, it's one of those tragic fish stories. Long story short, um, this fish is no longer on this side of heaven. He is on. He's going to glory. Um, <laughs> and you know, kids are quick. They move swiftly. It does not take them long to test some shit up. And so I think maybe I stepped to the bathroom or something or whatever. And he was doing whatever he was doing. And so, um, he took the fish out of the tank. And um I think that he thought I think that he thought that it was like his other toys and he could like rip them apart and put them back together. So he ripped the tail off and then he put the oh fish Lord. back in the tank. <laughs> it was just mutilation. It was so terrible. And so I'm trying to get this story out of him. At the time, it, he was, what, four or five? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to get this story out of him. But talking to a kid that young about something they know they're not supposed to be doing in the first place, you can just imagine. It took me probably like an entire week to find out exactly what happened to this fish. So essentially what happened was he said that the fish needed to be happy. I'm just giving you his words. <laughs> the fish needed to be happy. In order for the fish to be happy, the fish needed to see his room. So he needed to, sh- he needed to give the fish a tour of his room. Something happened. And he said, well, and mommy, and it was hopping like a frog. So I'm assuming when he took the fish out, the fish was, you know, flopping around. Cause that's what they do when they're out of water. And I think that by that time he realized I probably done fucked up. <laughs> Let me put it back. <laughs> So, I'm like, I go and I look at the fish. I'm like, I ain't seen a little fish. At this time, I come out of the bathroom. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, the little fish, ain't he ain't swimming around like he supposed to be. Let me go check on little, I don't know, Goldie, whatever the fish name was. And um, he just spin his upside down because he ain't got no tail. He can't go nowhere, you know. Um, and so, anyway, long story short, we had just a very short, quick funeral for the fish. And um, I think I had... This was supposed to be like our long term ish pet, so I spent like eighty bucks on the tank. It had lights, it had decorations, uh, it had the uh-huh. you know it had the bells and whistles, right? Man, I couldn't get rid of that fish tank fast enough. I just called <laughs> one of my classmates. I was like, "Y'all don't want anybody want a fish tank? Cause it's going right now, and it was crazy because I was going to Puerto Rico like the next week for my birthday anyway, and so I was already scrambling trying to find somebody to come to my house to feed the fish. I was like, you know what? God be setting things up. I'm sorry, <laughs> Mr. Fish. But that's probably my, you know, one of my more interesting parenting stories because it okay. took so long for me to get the full story out of him. It had to be like a week before I found out what actually happened to the fish because he wouldn't tell me at first.
0: <laughs> um, parent report card rate right, right now in your current state as a mom, but what would your GPA be? Oh,
1: God. That's a tough one because I'm a tough grader. Um, I'm a tough grader, but I think that I'm a kick-ass parent. Um, I'm teaching my son his second language. He's six years old, reads on a reads and does math on the first grade level, um, even though he's in kindergarten. He's well-mannered. He's well-spoken. He understands God and his relationship with God. He understands how he was created. Um, religion is very important in my house. Um, because as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And, um, he can, he can explain to you the Holy Trinity and all those kinds of things. So, I mean, you know what? I think that because I've made so many improvements in the last couple of years, because the first few years were really hard. I had, when I say no idea, I mean, I've been, I still don't got no idea what I'm doing, if I'm being honest. Um, but I think because the first few years were so hard, God, right now, I might give myself like a B plus, B plus, A minus, somewhere up in there, I feel like. I feel like I would do that because, um, like I said, I think I just struggled so much at the very beginning, so I had to kind of get into my groove as far as what, not only what I what I think parenting should be, but what I think my relationship with my son should look like. You know what I mean? Because those are not always the same thing. And I think once I decided what I wanted my relationship with my son to look like, it became, you know, easier. I was able to deal with it because he's so much like me. And my mom will always tell you, I was her why child, which when Tara was always asking, why this, why that, why I? Her dismissing me was never helpful. I was mm-hmm. going to either keep asking or go find the answer. My son is okay. the same way. So I find in times where I sit down and, like, have conversations with him and explain to him those whys, we do a lot better. All so. right.
0: I appreciate you getting on. This was, this was, uh, it was definitely a different perspective. He walling on the arranged marriages, but it was, uh, you know, it was definitely. I'm, a, not, uh, I'm
1: not. Like, I don't like how people raise their daughters, and I'm just saying. <laughs> not taking it back. Not taking it back. You got
0: any social media you want to plug in?
1: Um you can find me on Instagram at foreverterra13 um spelled just how it sounds forever, Tara t e r r a 13 Okay that's it Mhm Instagram right. Instagram Twitter um TikTok it's all the same
0: so Okay Um you already know y'all can find me man um, Baby Daddy Chronicles pod on Instagram Baby Daddy Chronicle on Twitter uh subscribe to all the channels good pods Apple Spotify Oh. Uh, Google Podcast, all that. Um, if you want to start a podcast, you're, you already know. Come rock with the kid. Um, com. as you already know. Oh, God, dude, I forgot this is... I forgot this ain't mine. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to that in. I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> I definitely forgot this wasn't mine. What was that? So... <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> so, right... I, this is my assistance pack because mine's mm-hmm. at the house. So this button is supposed to be my, my business tag and I forgot that <laughs> this wasn't mine. Oh like I said, you already know what you wanna do, man. Uh come join the team.
2: This is an average Joe Media Production. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh Every Monday 6 a.m. Man She put your For her baby daddy Sign off I appreciate you Getting on Can I ask a question Go
2: ahead Can we get a Can we get a Lawyer podcast Out of you
0: Yeah What do you mean A lawyer podcast
2: Like we Like we be needing Advice Cause you, you For dads they, in the they, they, yeah, they, And the law Yeah And then That's fine we, It don't have to be we Real write, law advice yeah. uh, We We Cause we be, we say things on our other podcasts is we we have no business. <laughs> we get in all kinds of trouble. Okay, we uh, we need to holler at you. Met met we we'll set it up. We used to be sponsored by a law mm-hmm. a law firm, mm-hmm. Webster Webster mm-hmm. and Cohen. They let us go. Uh, so we we've been looking for we a new law some firm. Hot water. We did we did we, I I got us into you some not trouble. Selling yourselves real well to me, just huh?
1: to be mm-hmm. You're not selling yourself.
0: We, we 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 pay good. See our pitch is honesty. Yeah. At least we let you know what you get into. Most and definitely. I can
1: appreciate that because for most attorneys, that's all
2: they want. That, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. We 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 cause a little trouble. We try and get out. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's and uh, all. we we need a yeah, nice I lady like yourself. I
1: can't, I can't promise you that, but
2: but you know. Sounds like a yes to me. Yeah, no, that's all we need that's to know. Not, mm-hmm. Once I grow, once I get my
1: certification, get my license.
2: Sounds like a yes to yeah, me. No, exactly. Like <laughs> she gonna be signed to Levy <laughs> Entertainment and Co. <cool. laughs> <laughs> it it's three companies here, so we we mm-hmm. all we gonna retain your services. We, mm-hmm. we yeah we we all three. You gonna get yeah, paid we get well. in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Say, as long
1: as you pay somebody's
2: retainer fee. That, there, it is. There, it
1: is. there it is. There it is. Not mine. I
2: said somebody. But, you know. We support black business, That's what, and we want to be your first client. Right. You know, they, mm-hmm. black women. Mm-hmm.
0: In the yep yep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yep. All right, uh, thank you for getting on. Future for baby daddy signing off. I'm gonna see y'all next week, man. Peace. If you enjoyed what your from baby daddy chronicles podcast, go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram at baby daddy chronicles pod and on Twitter at baby daddy cron. If you want to watch the videos, subscribe to our YouTube at Average Joe Media LLC, which is also in the bio, and then you'll go to baby daddy chronicles and you'll see all the videos for that. If you want to join the community. Go on Facebook to Baby Daddy Chronicles. It's a group, and you'll see there. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, follow the group and stay up to date with the podcast. And also, be a safe space for fathers and parents as well. Don't forget to leave us a subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and leave us a review as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing, and I hope you continue to enjoy the content.
1: Be I, ready. I ain't a nobody. As a father, guess I feel like I'm somebody. My life is my kid, so I tell about it, and I swear it's all about that, baby daddy. I ain't a baby daddy. I ain't a baby daddy. Baby daddy. day.